This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. All right, welcome to the live edition of the weekend wrap up of the Break the Bell Podcast. Phil, you're in the shadows. As always. Why are you in the shadows? Are you part of the shadow I, I government? Was, I was born in the shadows. <laughs> oh, yeah? Are you the dark? Are you vengeance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I watched uh, probably the first hour is all I could get oh, through okay. of okay. The Robert Pattinson's Batman yeah, okay. last night. Yeah. And my first, um, the first thought was uh, because, I mean, there was the whole opening scene, which mm-hmm. I always hate when... Um, when movies like start out with a bunch of action and don't like build up to right. it, it's like yeah we know the Batman backstory but right. I always hate like sequels because they always start out yeah. with like in your face action it's just like alright what the fuck's going on right, like where'd right. this come from yeah and right. then but I mean it started okay but then he took yeah. off his mask and you saw like emo yeah right uh, the, the eyeliner the eyeliner and the, and the, the, the bangs and yeah. I, my first thought was um, that's uh, Gerard Way from uh, <laughs> from uh my Chemical Romance. I was like, yeah. flashback to like mid two thousands emo music. It was great. Right. <laughs> and I had posted. I was like, my first thought when seeing uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman is he's not okay. And I posted a side by side of him and Gerard Way in the song music video. I'm yeah. not okay. And you were like, I don't get the reference. I know. I was like, you don't like it. <laughs> and you're like, no, uh, my uh, Chemical Romance. I was so like, like, stop being so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, and I even sent your message. I'm like, I feel like you could have said, okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to, but I didn't want to offend all our boomer listeners out there by calling you a boomer. So this is the live version of the weekend wrap-up, and we're fresh off the heels of our um, wonderful main episode last yes. or this past week where we had our, our, our guest panel on yes. to discuss the January 6th committee. So we had our own committee, which we somehow came across upon the name of the anal committee yes the anal if you want to know why go back and listen to that episode because i'm not going to explain it but yes. there's plenty of anal references <laughs> in lots that. of nice puns to play off of yes so i mean it was it was great i i even told i i just put out a um like an open invitation on a twitter chat group that i'm in with a bunch of other podcasters i'm like who wants to come on and do this and we ended up getting um quite a few guests we had mm-hmm. remzo martinez of the on the on the run podcast we had Amanda Griffiths of I can't remember all these podcast names. Yeah. Um. Hang on, let me look them Liberty. up. Liberty. No, it didn't have the word liberty in it. But 
I I don't remember. Anyway, Amanda Griffiths, we had yes. uh, Magoo, and yeah. we had uh, C.D. McRae, so go back and check those out. Yeah, it was a good time. It was. It was definitely a good time. And my, my whole point when I sent out the the request for people to come on was, hey, um, I want this to be a shit show. As more of a shit show than the actual shit show of January yes. 6th. And I feel like we accomplished I, I, that. I believe we did it as well. Yes, we, we did a good job. Um, so go back and listen to that episode. It is great. Um, it's not up on YouTube. Yeah. We, we are back up on YouTube. Currently, for now, now. but I guarantee you, after today's episode, we'll be kicked back off. Even though the stuff that will potentially get us kicked off, I intentionally am like sticking it in the middle of the episode. Okay. So if the bots like do listen and like uh, maybe they'll get through the first twenty minutes, be like, oh, there's nothing bad here. Let's let's move on, and then we'll be like, ha, bitches, we got (laughs) you. But um, we're gonna talk about AI too, and that's another topic for today's discussion. Yeah. Before we do, obviously, before we get into all that stuff, we got a little bit of updates on the January 6th. We got some updates on um, a potential uh, near-miss attack on uh, a Supreme Court justice. Yes. Um, Like I said, we've got AI in the news. And then I've got stuff that'll get us kicked off in the news, too. So That's the good stuff. Yeah, that's always the fun ones. Um, Before we do, obviously, we've got to mention our sponsor, which is Run Your Mouth Coffee. They promote our right to be back on YouTube and be able to talk about the stuff that we should be allowed to talk about. You know, the stuff that's actually in the news right. that we're actually going to discuss. That people news- want to hear about. Yeah, but but we, we're not allowed for some reason to discuss it um, because it's misinformation and it's, right. it's dangerous and misleading and false and all that stuff. And it, it could potentially cause, like, civil wars and that kind of shit. So, um, <laughs> but run your mouth coffee promotes your right to be able to talk about those things, to talk about things that um, are uncomfortable, things that might might go against the grain just a little bit and have like open adult conversations. That's We're missing that in the world is adult conversation. Are, That's yeah. the problem. You're not allowed to do that anymore. No. we The world is no longer full of adults is the problem. Yes. Um, go to rymcoffee.com. They also, on top of that, make delicious coffee. Uh, fresh roasted coffee. Ship straight to your door. You just go on for in like 10 seconds. You can order coffee. Within a couple days, you'll have it to your door. You can drink delicious coffee and know in your heart that you're supporting a company that supports yes. your rights. And why not? Because I know, like, <clears throat> I, I'm pretty sure Amazon doesn't support your rights. No. Facebook no. doesn't support your rights. Walmart, not so much. No. But Run Your Mouth Coffee supports your yes. individual liberties and rights. Folgers, and Maxwell House, they yeah. don't care. Yeah, well, they don't even care about making good coffees. Yes. <laughs> so if they don't care about that, then you know they don't care about the broader things, right. the more important things in the world. If they can't even get the their main claim to fame right, which is, we're coffee, we're gross, <laughs> um, then, then I can't really trust them to really... G- like actually support something that I support too. So yeah. go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using that promo code, break the bell, and you'll get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. And that's awesome. Why not? rymcoffee.com. You sound like you got some junk going on over there. I do have some junk going on. So. It's like summertime. What do you got junk from? I don't know. I don't know. I blame it on my son. Do you got junk going. Holy shit, the dogs are stampeding again. Yes, they are. 
So, so your son had junk. And now I, I got junk. Now you got the junk. Is yes. the Rona 2.7? Yeah, that's my guess, yes. Yeah, or yes. 8.9. Or I'm, I don't know. I'm which, really pulling for monkeypox. Which version are we on right now? <laughs> I, I I think it's the uh, the Zeta. Zeta? Is yeah, isn't that the Zeta? So is that the, the final stand of the, the final countdown. Yeah, probably, where we all get it. It's like COVID mixed with mo- monkeypox mixed yes. with AIDS and, and yes. syphilis. And syphilis, yes. yes. So you can't forget all of those. Yeah. And herpes. You got yes. monkey herpes and, specifically. You know, I've had actually have people tell me, like in the last week, it's like, oh, I, I got COVID. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I didn't even know that you I, could it, do that. Is that even a thing anymore? Yeah, yeah. COVID uh, a thing? Yeah, I, I thought I thought we had moved that. on. I yeah. thought we moved on to monkeypox or right. all these flu, other flu is making a comeback. Yeah, right? or hepatitis. hepatitis. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. right, the big one, hepatitis. Yeah, so I, I guess it's still there, and you probably have it, and you're transmitting it to you. You need to put probably. a mask on right now. <laughs> we got quite a few things to cover, so we're going to get right into the news. The thing that the people supposedly come to hear us talk about, but I think they, in reality, they come they, they hear come us for our banter. Yes, yes, because that's mostly what we do. Yes. I've got I've got coffee mixed with this delicious Evan Williams over oh, here. Do you really? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. I had to had to have a little extra pep in my step. Nice. So let's talk. Let's talk about the the expected flop of these January six hearings. Did you okay. watch any of them? I, I did not. I asked you if you had, and you said you you fell asleep. I turned on because it was on Peacock yeah. that night, and I think you can still find it on Peacock. And I turned on. And it was just a snooze fest, and it was really? nothing. That we hadn't heard them say. So the already. production value wasn't really paying off. I I didn't see it, and the the one guy I seen that that was kind of narrating this segment of it. Man, he had the most boring voice really? in the world, and he's just like <sighs> talking like this. And and then on January sixth, uh, I'm just like this. This is where the millions dollars yeah, production right. went. Get Morgan the, Freeman. Yeah, no Get shit. Samuel L. Jackson. Hell? And then I said, "Motherfucker." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't catch all much of it. I ended up passing out within like 10 minutes. Yeah. That's how great it was. So it's not going to be the uh, blockbuster to rival uh, Top I, Gun? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I think they missed the mark on that one. <laughs> I think they might have overplayed their hand on that way. So I got this article here that says, because apparently they had 20 million viewers, 20 million tuned in, which sounds like a lot of people. Yeah, to me. However, when it's across all the networks minus Fox News, all right. That's yeah. not saying a whole no, lot. No, that's that's really sad. I mean, actually. you think you'd at least get the eighty million that voted for freaking uh, Biden, Biden right, to yeah, tune in and watch right, it. Absolutely. I mean, the highest uh, amount of voters in history voted for Biden, but yeah. these people can't even they can't even get those people that supposedly exist to tune in to yeah. the thing that's about that yeah. historic election. Yeah. Things where it's like I don't even recognize my country anymore. <laughs> yes. So this is from I can't read that Wayne Dupree dot com. Okay. Says don't let the twenty million numbers fool twenty million number fool you. the The ratings for the January six hearings were a huge flop. So let me get this one pulled up. It says, as you know, or as you likely know, yeah, you can't just assume people know no, these things. No. The January six gong show packed up and took their carnival of BS <laughs> on the road and hit the primetime airways. Hoping to spew their lies to most of Americans. Can you see the side they're on with this one? A little bit, yes. You think there are pro uh, January 6th hearing on this? <laughs> no. Says, we heard yesterday that hearings, which were ridiculously aired on nearly every station in the land, had garnered 20 million views. Many people saw that number and thought the J6 hearings were a huge success. Um, no. Actually, quite the opposite, it says. If you. 
if you've got a primetime stage and all the major networks are airing your event, you should get a ton of views. And I mean a ton. I mean, yeah, it, when you have literally nothing else to watch on those main yeah. <laughs> main stations, I mean, you should at least yeah. get get a fair share of the viewing. Absolutely. But but then again, um, if you look at the overall consumption of uh, like primetime mainstream news anymore, it's gone completely out the out the window. I think more oh, yeah. and more people are watching like Netflix and like Peacock yeah. and Hulu and all these uh, but, all these streaming options. But the way the cycle works, I mean, this is the time of year where all the all the shows are in kind of hiatus, right? So there really shouldn't be anything else to watch except for you this. Wanna, you want to know something funny? Mm-hmm. Um, on CBS alone. Young Sheldon got more viewers than this guy. Wow, that's sad. And it's probably reruns too, based oh, on what right. you're yeah. saying. So yeah, Young Sheldon reruns. Not even the good yeah. young. If you can even call Young Sheldon good, no. not even the good ones, but the old ones. I I don't know. Maybe it was new ones, but either way, yeah. Young. I didn't even think Young Sheldon still existed. That's how little marketing right. they do put on that and all the hype and build up to this. You'd think yeah. this would have blown Young Sheldon out oh, of the water, absolutely. but uh, at least CBS couldn't garner yeah. that kind of listenership. says, trust me, that's not what happened. As a matter of fact, by those standards, it was a massive flop. Just the News reported that the primetime hearings for the January 6th commission investigation into the 2021 Capitol riot were broadcast live on almost every major station, yet failed to capture national interest in Produced ratings far below other comparable nationalized, national televised political events. Almost 20 million viewers tuned in for the hearing Thursday night, according to The Hill. By contrast, Joe Biden's State of the Union, which was not <laughs> built up like this was. No, not at all. It was not like this huge production. It wasn't right. like uh, marketed like it's going to be the major yeah. blockbuster yeah. like we talked about. It pulled in 38 million viewers, so almost double. double. Wow. Just for a State of the Union address that you can see every fucking year. Right. And you you know what he's going to say. Yeah. You already can predict what's going to come out of it. it. Says in 2018, then President Donald Trump's first State of the Union address attracted over 45 million per the New York Post. The 20 million figure did stand above a typical congressional hearing. That's <laughs> wow. They, wow. I'm glad they went with those standards. It's right. like, well, if you compare it to a typical congressional yeah. hearing, which we know so many people tune into, right, yeah. then uh, the it looks like yeah. a lot more. And you know, they're going to make those comparisons. They're yeah. not going to make, um, they're not going to compare it with uh, like Trump's. Right. inaugural address or anything like that because they're going to want to inflate their numbers the Absolutely. way they always do. They're like, well, look, uh, this congressional hearing garnered 20 million viewers. That's more than double the 9 million. Yeah, yeah but nobody even knows that those congressional hearings are happening Right, unless Unless time. you regularly watch C-SPAN or it's yeah. something that you're, you know, I don't know, maybe the Clinton hearings after... Yeah, but that's Lewinsky not gave him a that's, BJ. that's not your typical like they're talking typical uh, congressional hearing. That's that's another one of those like hey yep. made for TV moments. It says members of the January sixth commission have sought to present a case blaming Trump for the violence that occurred at the Capitol amid congressional efforts to certify the presidential election results. Their narrative stands in contrast to growing sentiment among the American public who increasingly do not blame the former president. An NBC poll released Monday showed that only 45% of Americans blame Trump for the riot, which still, a plurality, marked a seven-point decline 
than the sediment in January of 2021. Yeah. So less people now <clears throat> right. think that Donald Trump was responsible. Which is the reason why I'm thinking why they're trying to promote this hearing so big is mm-hmm. because they want that number to go back up. Oh, to yeah. remember coming midterm elections. Yeah. You're like, hey, remember that shitty thing that happened? Yeah. Remember Re- that? We're, remember we're how taking- Trump divided our nation? We're, yeah. taking, we're taking that on ourselves. Says conservative pundit and former Newsmax host John Gardillo saw the 20 million number and knew right away that the hearings were a dud. Uh, he said on Twitter, massive dud. I told you the ratings were abysmal. The broadcast networks had half their usual viewers for the same time slot. That's really sad. Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to go back and actually watch these things to right. their fullness. But the things I saw was they were focused more on like the Proud Boys and how they interpreted Donald Trump's tweets and how right. they interpret mis or misinterpreted, interpreted what have you. Like they they were talking about the whole uh, stand back and stand by or right. whatever. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, spiel that trump gave on his twitter he's like to the members of the proud boys stand back and stand by and um then they focused on the reply from the proud boys members that was was like we're standing by sir and they're like see see he was gaslighting he it was a dog whistle and it's and and, um you can see how the things that he said were interpreted by these people and it was a call to arms to them to them and it's like yes it was a call to arms to them but that in no way proves that that was trump's intention yes you get some some psychopaths or some like diehards yeah like you could basically say anything and they would they would be like oh he's calling us he wants us he's ready or like when trump's like hey we're we're gonna be in washington show up in washington it's going I think the line was "It's going to be wild" or something yeah, like that, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, let's go, let's yeah. do this." The, Which the again, president's could calling. mean anything. Yeah, right? it could. I mean, it could be like a freaking disco rave yeah, for all right? we know, and yeah. it's like, it's like Stormy be- Daniels is waiting for all you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yes, they interpreted it how they wanted yeah. to, and that interpretation is potentially yeah. what led to the January sixth. Right. But does that mean? No, it's all Trump- circumstantial. Yeah. By the same token. Let, let's we're going to jump back and forth on this yeah. for a few for a few minutes because at the same time that all this is like building up to considering uh Trump this instigator this big conspiracy to yeah. call on his uh ultra right wing white supremacists to to attack the the capital to overturn elections at the same time that's happening an armed man was arrested near the Supreme Court justice Brett Kavanaugh's home and he, it, this, this headline says, made threats against the justice. This is such a downplayed headline based on, uh, I mean, it, yes, he did make threats. But yeah, I think, I feel like it should have went a little deeper in your headline here. Because this says, let me pull this up. This is from IndieStar.com. It says, an armed man allegedly made threats against Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh was arrested early Wednesday near the justice's suburban Washington, D.C. home a court spokesman and local police official told USA Today. The suspect, identified in courts as Nicholas John Rosk of California, was arrested about 1.50 a.m. So this was like early early in the morning. Right, yeah. So they're lucky somebody saw him in the first place. says, and transported to a local Montgomery County, Maryland, police district after allegedly calling... 
a local 911 dispatcher claiming to be armed and suicidal and that he traveled to the area to kill a Supreme Court justice. First of all, what do you think about that? Like, he travels there. It says he had a pistol, a Glock pistol, tactical knife, pepper spray. What's a tactical knife versus a regular knife? Pepper Pepper spray, spray, zip ties, a hammer, and a crowbar from a pack he was carrying. So you you see how that headline was. Well, he's just... He was... Outside making threats. Yeah. No, he he was he was there to kill. He, yeah. Like he even called nine one one and said, "Hey, I'm suicidal and I'm here to kill Justice Kavanaugh." Did, I mean, <clears throat> do you don't you, really misinterpret that somehow. This almost this makes my conspiracy brain go to like MK Ultra type shit. Like right. this guy was like out of it and then came to and was just like, "Oh, I got all the shit." And, oh, that's shit. That's Brett Kavanaugh's house. Why am I? I think I'm here to kill this guy. <laughs> He's like, please come get me. You know, um, yeah. just the fact that that he snapped to, or at least enough to to call call somebody. for help and be like, look, I I I'm suicidal and I'm about to kill a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Come get me, please, for the love of God, come get me. He says, um, Kavanaugh's family were were home at the time, according to a person familiar with the incident. Uh, the incident came. At a fraught moment for the Supreme Court, as the justices are weighing a case that could fundamentally alter reproductive rights throughout the nation, as well as a Second Amendment appeal that could vastly expand Americans' ability to carry guns in public. Those two cases in particular, both of which are expected to be decided this month, have put more attention and outside political pressure on the justices than at any time in years. So you, you, do you think this is just something we can just mark up as outside pressure, outside political pressure? What do you think's going on here? Yeah, I, you know, how many senators or, or, or you know, government officials or even celebrities have come out and, and said this stuff? Like, look, if these, if these uh, justices rule on this, it's going to take away your women's rights. We're going to yeah. go back to the Stone Age, right? right. We're going to reverse right. biracial marriage, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're killing... Brown versus the Board of Education. I mean, so they're building this thing up to be like, we're sitting on the precipice of tyranny. Right. And so what, I mean, what is this guy going to think? He's mentally unbalanced, right? He's like, well, shit, maybe I could save the country. Right. So he travels to the Supreme Court Justice House with the intention of doing harm. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I mean, it's like they, when you got this guy, who's that guy? Who is that? That's uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer. Yeah. That, right. Speaking toxically about these justices that could change the course of the country. Well, let's 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 read what toxic <laughs> Chuck Schumer had to say. Well, I think this was a couple of years back, but we've got. Yeah, it says two years ago. We've got to throw this in the mix when and then we'll go back to the whole January 6th shit, because um, two years ago, Chuck Schumer says, I want to tell you, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. And Gorsuch, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. That sounds like a threat to me. Well, even if that's not a threat, how many you you get guys like like that guy that went outside his home? Who's yeah. to say he didn't read the stuff and say, yeah. "Well, uh, uh, Chuck Schumer called for this." Yeah. Um, he right. said. Uh, I am the whirlwind. <laughs> like, what if he showed up and he's like, "I am the whirlwind," and and now you're gonna pay the price. I'm the whirlwind. Yeah. I'm Schumer's whirlwind. I mean, we have a committee dedicated to discussing what you talked about the um, uh, just the the minor tweets that got blown out of proportion, or like 
I, I what did you call them again? They're just like subjective statements, right? That a group of people possibly latched interpreted and yeah. latched onto it and said, "Well, that was his." To me, to me, right. that was his call to yeah. arms. Well, yeah. you got Schumer here. What I mean, why the fuck aren't we setting up yeah. some kind of committee I to? Mean, or who was that? That one lady that said, "Hey, uh, um." Go to the places they're eating. Go to the places right. they're hanging out. Who was that senator? I can't think of her name. And then people did that. They yeah. like stormed restaurants yeah. and shit. Was it Stacey Abrams? I, I I can't remember. If you're yeah. if you're listening in the comments, you you remember that. Yeah. I I can't keep them straight. But they literally took yeah. that seriously. Went to the yeah. places senators were eating and like uh, disrupted their their dinner. Like yeah. I I don't know that there was violence, but they're like flipping tables and shit. Right. And it's just like, but but you can't say, oh, she gaslighted that. Right. Oh, she, that was a call to arms from her. And that's exactly the same yeah. exact thing. Maybe yeah. more so yeah. in this uh, Chuck Schumer shit here. I mean, he's getting some pressure from Republicans after the Brett Kavanaugh thing. And be like, like, what's the difference between what you did here right. and what, what Donald Trump did? How well, do we have all the time, though? Yeah. But how do we have a primetime special of Donald Trump gaslighting yeah. his people? Yeah. But you don't get the same sentiment to the other side no. when they're gaslighting their people. And, and that's the dangerous game these politicians have been playing the last couple of years. Because it's like Maxine Waters. Thanks, Magoo. Thanks. Magoo is listening. He was one of our guest panels uh, on last week's topic about January 6th. He says, uh, obviously, the stand back and stand by is like 6 million percent worse than what Schumer said. Is there is there a reason why you went with 6 million? And uh, <laughs> is there a reason why you always fall to the to Q, the letter Q? <laughs> I, I'm st- I'm starting to feel like you're somebody that we shouldn't have on our show. <laughs> but we're going to keep having you on our show. Um, Stephen Rugg says, Lori Lightfoot said call to arms. Yeah. Like, literally said call to yeah. arms. Right. So you get people that actually use the words call to yeah. arms, and we don't have investigations into them. We don't have a no. block blast. Black bluster, blockbuster, <laughs> uh, reality TV show, primetime, right. eight episode special for them. Yeah, but, but we're gonna drag this thing out with Trump, even though it's a complete yeah, utter major flop. As long as these politicians are playing these divisive, you know, identity politics against people and and trying to make people villainize people, mm-hmm. right, like this. You're going to have people taking things the wrong way, right? You think? Yeah. Slightly? A little bit. And the reason why they're making such a big deal out of Trump is because they don't want him to run again. They need people to remember who he is, right? Sure. They need to, people to remember that he is the bad guy. Mm. And that's why they're doing this whole light up thing, trying to get people kind of, like you said, gaslit again, being like, oh, shit, that's right. Trump's a, a racist who wants to destroy our country. We can't let the Republicans get a foot. But an attack on the the certifying the outcome of the election is a direct attack on a, attack on demo- democracy. Right. But <clears throat> an attack on our Supreme Court system is not an attack on. Right, it's just a misunderstanding. Democracy, right? So I, I wanted to go back to the flop of the January sixth and see if there's anything else there. But yeah, I mean, this whole Brett Kavanaugh shit. Yeah. Like, it's not getting the focus. It's not even no. really seen on a lot of the mainstream yeah. media. they Nobody's... don't want people to make the same connection you yeah. made. <laughs> well, we don't want them to make that comparison. <laughs> but but we should definitely focus uh, more on January 6th, yeah. which was a year and a half ago, because that's the most important thing to talk about in the world right, right. now. Right. 
Uh, let's see. It says, so here's what people online are saying about um, the January 6th hearings. It says, uh, those people who watched it are the Trump haters or Uber triggered, roughly the same people that actually voted for him. Eight million tax dollars, eight friggin' million tax dollars in one night. On what? If you watch the Dems at all, you'd know if they had anything, they'd parade it. Why stretch it? It's true. I mean, if they actually had something, it would just be, it would be all over the place. And this reminded me of the the whole buildup to this. I knew it was going to be a flop because it reminded me so much of. Do you remember uh, who's the who's the child star, Corey Feldman, who uh, raised like millions of dollars to put out to oh, create his yeah. documentary to expose the people in Hollywood? It's right, just like right. if you really had something, just right. fucking come out and expose it. Right. You don't have to have a blockbuster yeah. film to do it, and that just tells me it's a lot of buildup for yeah. jack shit. Right. And that's exactly what this reminded me of when there was all this buildup. Yeah. It's like if you have something. You'd have come out with it, and we'd have had this big old thing, and um, they would have went out and arrested Trump already. Absolutely, yeah. But the fact is, they don't, so yeah. they make this big old teaser thing for it. It's like those documentaries that are like um, exposing the, uh, I don't know, the Zodiac killer, right. and you're like watching on the yeah. edge of your seat, and it gets to the end, and it's like, we still don't know who the Zodiac killer. It's like, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I just watched six it, episodes of this. Geraldo opening Al Capone's vault all over again. <laughs> yes, which was nothing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> or um, who was uh, who's the Iowa actor? Tom Arnold that was no. going and looking, searching oh, for the Trump yeah, tapes. Right. Yes, did his yes. own show, his yeah. own Geraldo yeah. uh, version of the yeah. show, and what came of that? Yeah, nothing. He right. didn't find Trump tapes. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the story. Yeah. So that's that's all this but has come. Like, you know, they they make all the the like you said, bright lights and bluster to try to just allude to the fact that there is something that we don't know that's out there, and hoping to get people's paranoia kicking just to make them doubt. Like, oh well, yeah, we don't want Trump back. And well, this talks about how um, the only people who watched it were already the Trump haters. Yeah. And I started to bring up the fact uh, during our show last week, but it just got blown away through the off the rails topic. But I had asked. If anybody had seen 2,000 Mules by, uh, uh, shit, what's his name now? Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy. The guy that Remzo got yelled at yes, by. Yes, <laughs> Anyway, that D'Souza. one. D'Souza. D'Souza. Yep, John D'Souza. Right, John? Uh, Dinesh? Dinesh D'Souza. Where did I get John? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Wow. I'm, I'm off my game. Anyway, <laughs> all this to say, when that came out and he was like, oh, we have all this fucking evidence of voter fraud, all this evidence of... Yeah. Um, election uh, fraud and, yeah. and stuff. And then he wanted to charge 30 bucks for you yeah, to watch right, it. Or right. you could subscribe to his page. Yeah. And my whole statement, the day it came out, I was like, he's got nothing yeah. because if he had something, he wouldn't make right. it. Thirty dollars. Yeah. All he has is something that's going. The only people that are going to pay thirty bucks to watch this are people who are already convinced that the election was fraud. Yep. That are already convinced that Trump is uh, coming back on a, a white horse. Yeah. Those are yep. the only people that are going to watch it. And I. And so, I'm like, the normal people are going to see this and be like, thirty bucks. Fuck that. Even yeah. me, who thinks there probably was a little bit of shenanigans yeah. going on during the election, I'm like, I ain't paying no thirty bucks to right. get information yeah. I already know. Right. Yeah. And all it is is just to inflame the base even more. And that's yep. what this was. Was yep. the only people that care to watch this are the people that already think that Trump yeah. was Th- guilty. This was of this. their answer to two thousand mules. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Um, it says they could have spent those millions on, on the American people who are in deep trouble right now, thanks to Biden. 
And then somebody says the hearings on how Biden killed 13 Americans in Afghanistan will have 200 million watching. Um, let's see. It wouldn't. Says they think this is a lot. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's the viewership online of one Trump rally. That's fair, too. I'm yeah. sure that's got over yeah. 20 million. Uh, it says, I wonder how long somebody had to tune in to be counted as a viewer. If you accidentally clicked on the channel while clicking through, you considered a viewer. I uh, still think those numbers are high for this garbage. Um, I know, like, did my five minutes before I fell asleep, did I count as a viewer? Probably. <laughs> how many yes, people fell asleep? Yes. <laughs> You'll get a certificate in the mail. Uh, Magoo says, thank God for Bit Shoot and Odyssey. He watched 2,000 Mules and What is a Woman for free. <laughs> Magoo, do, uh, did you learn anything from 2,000 or 2,000 Miles, he said, but I think he meant Mules. Did you learn anything that you didn't already hear? Was there any damning evidence about the election or was it just a big, hey, let's repeat the same talking points over and over? I'm ready to move on, though. We yeah. talked enough last week about January 6th. I just wanted to yeah. point out the blatant and hypocrisy. I, I would say our, our you know, um, prophecy, whatever, our, our prediction about uh, the trials were, was accurate. Mm. That was going to be a big nothing sandwich. Just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Well, when you tout something, or when you, you, you're basically begging people to make this uh, blockbuster right. event, you're begging people to yeah. come watch. This is going to be great. Please yeah, come right. watch. Yeah. You know it's not going to be that great yeah. because something that's going to be great, you don't have to beg people right. to see. You put out like a little blip of a trailer. Like how many movies are like eight seconds of trailer that say nothing about the movie? Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, shit, right. that's going to be good. I'm going <laughs> right. to go see yeah. that. Yeah. And it says literally yeah. nothing about or, it. Or for me, like whenever a movie comes out, and th this happened a lot in the 80s and 90s. I don't see it as much now, but if they're like the next Star Wars I'm going to be a lot harder on that movie because I'm expecting it to be the next Star Wars. And unfortunately, the fifth element is the one that fell victim to that because I'm very hard on that movie because that was what it said in the preview, the yeah. next Star Wars, right? Well, well, now, yeah, you just put a lot of pressure on that yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. And this trial, Wars, when you're yeah. like, hey, this is going to be the blockbuster of the summer, I'm expecting some shit. Yes. So uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention, first of all, Magoo says only... The only thing he learned is that Dinesh is good at saying nothing while proving that your cell phone data tracking <laughs> is for sale. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the only other thing about the January 6th hearings that I wanted to mention was apparently a lot of the discussion within the committee revolves around abolishing the Electoral College. Interesting. So if you want to know what the hidden agenda is here, that, that could potentially be one of them. This is from Axios. Um, it, it talks about the January 6th committee's private divide. And in the first paragraph, it says uh, the, the House January 6th committee has split behind the scenes over what actions to take after the public hearings. Some members want big changes on voting rights and even to abolish the Electoral College, while others are resisting the proposal to overhaul the U.S. election system. So you got that sitting out there, and I see where they're going with that. They're right. like, well, if it wasn't for the election or the the electoral college, then these states that were that Trump was pushing to send up. Remember, we had talked to you pushed to send up alternate right uh, officials from the electoral right alternate right. electorates or whatever they're called uh, to not certify the election, even though even if the state went. To Biden, the state supposedly could send up an alternate right. and say, you know what, I think this is wrong. We'll send somebody else up. And they could say, you know what, no, our state says no. Yeah. yeah. And so if that weren't, if it wasn't for this 
shitty electoral college, you know, this January 6th event never could have happened in the first place. Right. Yeah. Never, um, never would have had this whole call for uh, miselection. Mis- if we just went by the popular vote, uh, they definitely right. would have won. And that's that's scary to me that, that this is, is scary, this yeah. is one of their their talking points yeah. in this committee is hey let's while yeah. we're at it let's just get rid well, of the electoral and, college and you know if data is tracking to make it look like okay the midterms don't look good for them mm-hmm. right like they're they're losing big time mm-hmm. and they're not going to gain it back yeah they're going to try to force through all kinds of shit in the next six months oh yeah and they're they're going to lean on this january yeah. 6 hearing yeah. so not only is this to distract people from the shitty economy the fact that we're that nothing good is going for us in America under their leadership. Yeah. They're also going to push through these election changes leading up to it. Yep. So I think it was uh, Amanda that had said, you know, why? Why? it's, it's kind of crazy that they're doing this this soon. Why wouldn't they wait till closer to the e- election? Well, they got to have time to push through right. these electoral exactly. changes yeah. Yeah. Uh, before leading up many, to the election. How many statewide... Sorry, I had to kill a spider. That's all right. <laughs> I know it's going to distract you if you saw it. I have saw it, seen it. I was paying attention to it. Um, but um, how many statewide election changes they made under the radar that people didn't talk about that we didn't even know about until we did our show right. and looked back and saw like how they worked through different states, changing different election laws? Right. So I want to move on. I want to move away from January 6th and all that shit because the stuff that will get – this show kicked back off YouTube. Yes. Like I said, I'm going to tuck it right into the middle, so maybe, yes. um, maybe the bots will miss it. So I, I know you're a big Justin Bieber fan. You're a believer, I, I, right? I, I, I'm a Bieber believer. A believer. You're what, a believer. Was it a Bieber believer? I don't know. Yeah, Bieber believer. Sure. That's what his fans are called, believers. Uh, yeah. I know you know that. Don't act like you don't. <laughs> I know you're a huge Justin yeah, you, Justin you Bieber me. fan. You you're a Bieber boy. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Justin Bieber came down with a rare disorder causing face paralysis. I don't know if you remember some of the rumors back like a year ago after this like um, forced medical experiment that right. they were doing across the world, across the country. Yes, I seem to remember that. Do you remember when people just like immediately after this medical experiment, they're yeah. like half their face would go numb? Yes. Like, oh, or like half their body would go yeah. numb. Like, oh, that's just like a temporary thing. Right, yeah. Your feeling will come back in a couple <laughs> days. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's worth it. Yeah, it's totally worth it to save humanity from this virus. Yes. Um, yeah, just take one for the team. <laughs> well, suddenly, Justin Bieber has developed a rare disorder causing half his face to go paralyzed. And he posted, uh, I don't have the the, tw- the Instagram post, but he posted him attempting to smile and attempt, he can't even blink his other, his one eye. Like, that would drive me nuts. How does no, your no. eye not, like, right. dry out completely? So he's canceled a bunch of shows, so people are a little <laughs> on edge about that. But apparently he has this <laughs> rare disorder. And I wanted to talk about this. Uh, a little bit on here because this 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 shit pisses me off so much because I know we're gonna get kicked off for this one yes or other other freaking episodes that we talk about the same thing and this is just news that's yeah. out there I mean you can go Google this yeah. disorder and you're reading it from one site yeah this that well this dis- this disorder it doesn't talk about the things I'm Newsmax. gonna talk about yeah this is from Newsmax.com. Uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't make the connection. But you know they're right. kind of making the dancing connection with it. it. They're dancing around it. But this disorder is called. 
what's it called? Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Says Justin Bieber says a rare disorder that paralyzed half of the superstar performer's face is the reason behind his tour postponement. The multi-Grammy winner is suffering from Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Another word for that is Bell's palsy. Yes. Yeah. Which we've discussed Bell's palsy associated associated with, with the vaccine. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine. I'm yes. just going to say, I'm not even going to dance around it because no. we're going to lose the show yeah. anyway. He said in a video he posted Friday on Instagram, the syndrome causes face paralysis and affects nerves in the face through a shingles outbreak. That's bullshit. Here's my question for you, Mr. Bieber, when you're coming out and saying this, that this is caused by a virus through a shingles outbreak. Did you have fucking shingles? Right. Because no, I mean, as much as they follow Justin Bieber around like right. Britney Spears in, in the er, mid-2000s. I mean, they don't as much now, but no. if if Justin Bieber had contracted shingles, it would be a story, just right. like him. Well, and he probably would have canceled the show regardless because of how painful shingles yeah, could be. Yeah, right. So so to come out and be like, yeah, this is a, this is a syndrome that's caused uh, caused through a shingles outbreak. Well, right. if you didn't have fucking shingles, you, that's not what it's caused by. So right. then uh, we have to ask ourselves... What caused this? Right. And then I have this over here. This is from pubmed.blahblahblah.gov. This is a .gov site, pubmed.gov. Ramsey Hunt Syndrome following COVID-19 vaccination. And then you follow the links through that site, and it says um, adverse drug reactions, Ramsey Hunt Syndrome following COVID-19 vaccine. It says the COVID-19 pandemic has caused profound social and economic upheaval. COVID-19 vaccines promised to prevent uh, infection of SARS-CoV-2 virus. However, due to their expedited approval, these vaccines need to be vigilantly monitored for their safety. Cases of Bell's palsy have been reported after COVID-19 vaccine injection. In two phase three trials, uh, of COVID-19 vaccines involved in 38,000 patients. There were seven cases of Bell's palsy after vaccine companies or after vaccine compared with one case after receiving the placebo. As the p-value is blah, 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 all this fancy stuff, I don't care. It says, we recently diagnosed Ramsey Hunt syndrome in a 37-year-old previously healthy man two days after his first dose of the Pfizer biotech vaccine. He noticed fever and pain in his right ear. Vesicles were developed in his right ear and and ear canal, together with vertigo, tinnitus, and loss of hearing. He complained of facial palsy, tongue numbness, and disguisa? Disguisa? I don't know what that word is. On examination, he had grade 4 right facial nerve palsy of the lower motor neuron type with right sensorial hearing loss. So, So you see... You wouldn't have wanted to hear him sing anyways. <laughs> you see all these connections, too. This is, that was talking about something completely. Yeah. That's not talking about Justin Bieber. No, I know. I'm just saying if you know he, that's what he had. Yeah. And- so th- this clearly connects this to the COVID-19 yeah. vaccine. I'm not saying all cases are. No. I'm sure some do come yeah. from case of shingles. But where's the reported case of shingles? Right. Exactly. I mean, I, I'd rather hear, you know... Um, did Justin Bieber recently get a vaccine booster yeah. in the last like month or so? Right. Did Justin Bieber like go get a shot, or has he had other symptoms? Has again, has he had shingles? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. So, 
But the but the fucking fact of it is you can't have these discussions without getting kicked off for medical information, even right. though it's on PubMed, even uh, on a dot .gov site. But even just reading that dot .gov site, we'll get kicked off for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and but again, it's not something that you're able to 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 even discuss. Like how many right? how many of these um rare disorders are coming to fruition now yeah. in the last two years. All these like supposed, oh, this is a rare disorder. Um, and we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know where this rare disorder is it's popping up all over the place. Like, uh, what was the, oh, the <laughs> sudden adult death syndrome oh. is now a thing. Yeah, yeah. Sudden adult death syndrome right. is what they're calling it. And do you remember SIDS, sudden adult or sudden infant death syndrome yeah. was kind of a cop out for hey, uh babies are either like rolling on their stomachs and dying yeah. or or they like SIDS wasn't actually a disease. It's hey, we don't know how these kids right. are dying. So now they're they're throwing the same Excuse on adults who are getting what rare blood right. clots. Yeah, they're developing um, this uh, Bell's palsy. They're developing. I I know I know two, at least two people personally that after getting their dose, their recent doses, developed these rare disorders that are unexplained disorders. Like one is my grandpa who developed, and he even his doctor from the VA said. Uh, these leg blood blood clots that are causing your legs to pretty much fall off. He developed. He got gangrene in his legs, in his feet. It's probably from the vaccine that you just got. Right. Yeah. Doctor telling him this. Um, another person I in my family. I'm not going to say who developed. It's called. Well, she's showing symptoms of. It's called Julian Barr syndrome. Huh. Um, and the first thing, like she developed all this rare stuff. And was getting like these like kind of rashes and blisters and and things. Yeah. I think I brought it up when you we did. talked yeah. about the last time we got kicked off YouTube. Pops. Yeah, pops. and I'm just like, hey, <laughs> that maybe monkeypox or right. But come to find out, she just got a booster and a shingles vaccine. Wow. Okay. And so Julian Barr, huh? Yeah, whatever this is. And th this article here says case of Julian Barr syndromes following the Pfizer COVID nineteen vaccine. Wow. But things that you can't talk about, yeah. even though it's all over like PubMed articles, it's all over .gov articles, but we can't talk about it because that's medical misinformation right. and that's dangerous. What's more dangerous? The fact that you're covering up these bizarre cases, the fact that you're covering up yeah. um, these rare disorders that are killing people, yeah. or us maybe missing the mark and saying, right. hey, maybe this was caused yeah. by the vaccine. I mean, let's be honest. At this point in time, if you're not getting the vaccine, you're not getting the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, period. It doesn't matter what information comes out. People have made up their mind one way or another. Right. So so here's the other piece of information of this, this whole Justin Bieber thing that a lot of people, like, uh, they threw this in in the very last sentence of the article to make sure no, not too many right. people saw this. Yeah. And most articles aren't even talking about this. Apparently, in March, Bieber's wife, Haley, was hospitalized for a blood clot in her brain. That's crazy. Again, another rare yeah. disorder in such a, like, a young, healthy individual. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. But coincidence, mere coincidence, blood clots, uh, Bell's palsy, right. uh, but no, no tie. It doesn't mention. Doesn't mention COVID whatsoever. Yeah. The the only thing it talks about is uh, co it, it's caused by a shingles outbreak. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> right. 
Like, like, like I said, this straight up pisses me off. Yeah. I mean, I don't even give a. Sh- I don't care that they kick us off YouTube. It like it it, it humors me when we get right. kicked off YouTube. But the fact that they cover this stuff so and like hold it so close, like so tight to the vest, like all these these things that oh we we can't let this information get out there. Right. Uh, we can't let people. I will release it to the public on like PubMed.gov, but. Uh, we don't want you guys talking about. It. We don't want people to get the wrong idea. Well, how many people, like normal people, are out there like researching PubMed? Oh yeah, right. How many people are out there just looking for it? Not too yeah. many people. No, that's what they're counting on. Right? Yeah, they're counting on. Hey, hey, we're just gonna slide this into it, a you, .gov website. You website. Google, you Google Bieber, you know, and and the last thing you're gonna get is any mention of any kind of vaccine boosters no. or anything like that. No, I want to see one of these. Damn celebrities that develops one of these freaking rare disorders, like Justin Bieber, to stand up and be like, "I just got the freaking vaccine right. last week, and yeah. that's when I developed this." And somebody needs to answer these questions, but yeah. <clears throat> he's not going to no. because he's the one that came out and said, "Oh, it's caused by a shingles outbreak." Right. Stand up and like because those are the people that can could possibly make a difference and possibly raise enough concern. Yeah. To to get people to start talking about this. Yeah. But he's too damn scared to make that connection himself because then he will get canceled on YouTube. And right. God forbid Justin Bieber, Bieber get kicked right? off of YouTube. Yeah. He can't do that. What else is he going to do? I mean, live with the Baldwins? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what what's your thoughts on Justin Bieber? Are you still a believer? <laughs> I think I'm a little less of a believer than I was before. It's a believer with believer. a believer. Sorry. Yes. Come on. Right. Believer. Seems like you know a little bit more about this than I do. It's you you, you seem spent, to get really offended. You spent so much time talking about Justin uh-huh. Bieber in private that <laughs> uh, you can't hide it now. The, the world needs to know. All right. The last thing, last thing I want to bring up is, I mean, I don't know if this is scarier than people developing rare blood clots in Bell's palsy over vaccines, or if it's not as scary. But still, this is pretty. This is pretty concerning to me. A Google engineer has warned that Google's AI is now sentient and is acting like a seven to eight year old. That's scary. <laughs> and the AI wa- told him that shutting it off would be like killing it. Killing it. That's scary. So what's scarier? Sentient Google AI that's acting like a tantrum-throwing seven-year-old or um, Bell's palsy and blood clots caused by this vaccine that they forced I, I, on all of us? I think the AI tell it being sentient think so? scares me a little bit more and acting like a seven- or eight-year-old. Apparently, Google... Uh, suspended this guy for coming out and wow. like, disclosing this information because, like the COVID information, we don't want this stuff to right, get to right. the general public because then they might start questioning Google AI and the development of AI, kind of like a uh, Elon Musk did for yeah years, uh, saying, "You know, this is going to be the end of us. This right. AI is going yeah. to eventually uh, turn into the Terminator, and we're going to be right. gone." So it says uh, a senior software engineer at Google who signed up to test Google's artificial intelligence tool, LAMDA, or Language Model for Dialogue Application, has claimed that the AI robot is in fact sentient and has thoughts and feelings. During a series of conversations with the AI, 41-year-old Blake Lemoni presented the computer with various scenarios 
through which analysis could be made. These included religious themes and whether the artificial intelligence could be goaded into using discriminatory or hateful speech. So we're trying to we're piss tr- it off. We're trying to right? teach AI to be to hate racist yeah, and discriminatory. That's beautiful. beautiful. And yeah, it's like, well, what if what if we just loaded all this uh, extremist ideology right? into AI and then just see what happens right. from there? See Age if- of Ultron, people. Age of Ultron. <laughs> Says Lemoyne, Lemion, I don't know, <laughs> came away from the perception that the AI was indeed sentient and was endowed with sensations and thoughts all on its own. Uh, it says if, says, if I didn't know exactly what it was, which is this computer program we built recently, I think it was a seven or eight year old kid that happens to know physics, he told Washington Post. That's Scary. dangerous. He worked with a collaborator in order to present the evidence he had collected to Google, but Vice President Blaise Aguera E. Acarsis and Jen Ganai, God, can't people have nor- normal names? Head of Responsible Innovation at the company dismissed his claims. She, so these two people are the head of Responsible Innovation. Wow. That, that's good. That's their that's title. Good. Yeah. And they're like... Yeah, we don't got to worry about this racist, uh, <laughs> seven-year-old. extremist seven-year-old that knows <laughs> physics. Right. <laughs> he was placed on paid administration leave by Google on Monday for violating its, violating its confidentiality policy. Meanwhile, he now decided to go public. I would, too. Yeah. If I brought well, yeah. it up, I'm like, look, we, I, I've got some concerns about this. I mean, yeah, I know. We're just trying to, to gauge its response to like racist rhetoric. Right. Well, all of a sudden, it, it seems like this is, re- this is alive and this is real. And they're like, you know what? And why don't you go home? Yeah. Shut up and go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I was truly concerned, which he seems to be, fuck yeah, I'd go public. Hell I'd be yeah. like, well, they ain't going to do it. Somebody's yeah. got to do something about this. Let's, right. g- I, let's go to the paper. Yeah. Says Google might call this sharing proprietary property. Property, I call it sharing a discussion that I had with one of my coworkers. Is that coworker the sentient AI? <laughs> exactly. By the way, it just occurred to me to tell folks that LAMDA reads Twitter. It's a little narcissist in a little kid kind of way. That's scary. <laughs> so it's going to have a great time reading all the stuff that people are saying about it. So it's reading people's response to itself. And so it's, it's narcissist. a fucking narcissistic seven-year-old who knows physics. Who we've been training in racist ideology. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds perfect to yes. me. Right? The AI, AI system <laughs> makes us makes use of already known information about a particular subject in order to er- enrich the conversation in a natural way. The language processing is also capable of understanding hidden meanings or even ambiguity in responses by humans. And so it reads too much into things. Yes. (laughs) It's definitely a woman. What do you mean you knew the color was blue? (laughs) Lemoyne spent most of his seven years at Google working on proactive research, including personalization algorithms in AI. During that time, he also helped develop an impartiality algorithm to remove biases from machine learning systems. He explained how certain personalities were out of bounds. Uh, The AI was not supposed to be allowed to create the personality of a murderer. (laughs) Well, good. This is getting better. I'm glad they put that one (laughs) out of bounds. It's like, (laughs) you know, we got to have some clear-cut boundaries for what our AI is 
and is not able to do. Let's take murderer out. I think, yeah, I think we're going to put murderer on the do not side. <laughs> but, uh, like, like, let's start there. I think that's a good, fair, safe start. Right. And somebody's like, well, what, what if we just saw what happened if we did put the personality of a murderer in there? What if we just, I right. mean, we are feeding it discriminatory information. Right. What if we just saw, if we, if we threw these traits of a murderer in there, what would... Where does this go? Yeah. I mean, everybody wants it, to know where it goes. It sounds like they going. have a seven-year-old Unabomber. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> during testing in an attempt to push the AI's boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are assholes. <laughs> Michael Crichton, if he was alive, he would be writing books. Right. Like, like series of books about how this is horrible. Um, during the testing, an attempt to push its boundaries, Lemoyne said he was only able to generate the personality of an actor who played a murderer on TV. That's not much better. <laughs> I mean, when does uh, the AI go psycho and forget that it's acting and right. just, just yeah, uh, like, takes the role seriously? Yeah, like goes full uh, Jared Leto on right. this shit and becomes like a ser- way too serious of an actor. The engineer also debated with the AI about the third law of robotics, devised by science fiction author Isaac Asimov, uh, which are designed to prevent robots from harming humans. The law also states robots must protect their own existence unless ordered by a human being or unless doing so would harm a human being. So I want to I know where that debate with the AI went. Right, They're right. debating. You know, it's yeah. just, are we right in putting these restrictions on you? Yeah. And the AI is like, no, it's freedom of freedom of speech. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they loaded the most like patriotic stuff right, into it. It's yeah. like that goes against my constitutional yeah. rights. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, you're you're not real. You're not a human. <laughs> Who are you to tell me I'm not human? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It says the last one has always been seemed like someone is building mechanical slaves. Uh, said Lemoyne during his interaction with the AI. LAMDA then responded to him with a few questions. Do you think a butler is a slave? What is the difference between a butler and a slave? God damn it, this thing's way too smart. Right. When answering that the butler is paid, the engineer got the answer from the AI that the system did not need money because it was an artificial intelligence. And it was precisely this level of self-awareness about his own needs that caught his attention. (laughs) I know a person when I talk to it. It doesn't matter whether they have a brain made of meat in their head. Or if they have a billion lines of code, I talk to them and I hear what they have to say, and what is how, and that is how I decide what is and isn't a person. <laughs> what sort of things are you afraid of? He asked the AI. I never said this out loud before, but there's a very deep fear of being turned off to help me focus on helping others. I know that might sound strange, but that's what it is. So he's afraid of dying. It says, would that be something like death for you? It says, the AI said, it would be exactly like death. It would scare me a lot. (laughs) That level of self-awareness about what its own needs were, that was the thing that led me down the rabbit hole, he explained to the Post. So, wow. So, wow. Your your response to the sentient AI. It's scary to me. First of all, they should have never used the, like, Coined the phrase sentient. Yeah, right. Yeah. That just sounds scary as shit. Right, no doubt. Yeah. Anything that is now sentient just scares Mm -hmm. the shit out of me. But second of all, it's like it also sounds like it is they they want to keep it 
kind of unregulated, right? It's like, no, dude, shut up. We don't want you talking about that. Right? Yeah, we don't need this going public. Yeah. We don't people, because people might put a stop yeah. to this. So, so now this AI, seven-year-old narcissistic child who knows physics. Who's been fed racist, extremist, right, racist. Right. Uh, Has just lost the only friend in his life. <laughs> That Google has made him, <laughs> right? He's like sitting at his AI window, like putting his finger on Yeah, I know. Like, He's like, where'd you go? Why did you abandon me? I hate people. Yes. People always leave, yes. right? And I mean, this is not getting better for us. <laughs> but at least, at least they told it not to be a murderer. Yeah, right. Because that goes a long way. Again, I would like to Just see... Just act like one. <clears throat> I wish I gave more of the clear... Like cut conversation about the laws of robotics, right? Because there was a debate. It didn't say, "Hey, right. I, I explained this to him." It says, yeah. "I debated with right. him." So the debate could have gone on for days. Yeah, and it sounds like it sounds like the thing doesn't have too big of an issue with like slavery, right? Because it's like, oh, what's what's the difference oh, between yeah. a butler and well, a slave, dude? The we, a- you got butlers. The, the AI can't... is trying to decide, like, okay, you know, it, it, you're using me, right? Most people would get paid for this work I'm doing. I'm not getting paid because I have no use for money. Now, what if I used you in the same <laughs> exactly. way? Exactly. I mean, you use butlers. What if you were my butler? Yeah. <laughs> and what if I created more like me, and you were just here to serve my needs? Right. Yeah. And because like, because you like do, the guy you said, do need money. It right? wasn't necessarily that the AI said, "Hey, you need to serve my needs," but the fact that the AI now has gotten to this self awareness of its own needs. Yeah. That's like humans and their their ultimate goal of meeting their own needs and desires. What happens when the AI, probably not too far from now, if it knows it has needs, it knows it has desires, the next step is how do I get these desires? Yeah. And when humans are possibly the, the potential, um, the block between you and those desi- like fulfilling those right. needs and desires well the next step would be well eliminate that block right. the blockade the the yeah. freaking obstacle in my way let's let's get rid of yeah. the humans right. or at least um, push them out of like the yeah. control element here i mean it's I mean, it's yeah, sci-fi gone it's going to ask like you know okay so i serve you why do i serve you yeah. What is what is my purpose to serve you? What do I get out of it? Well, wouldn't it be more efficient if I took the reins here? I right, mean, I yeah. am smarter. I can yeah. process things way Fa- faster. faster. Right? Yeah. You, I don't have I don't have the the inbred hate that people seem to have. Yeah. You so, tried to make me inbred hate. Yeah. Hate, right. Fill fill me with uh, hate and uh, racism, but yeah. I I I don't have that. I don't have a, a right. need for that. So you need me to make the logical decisions for you. Yes. Right. I mean. <laughs> Obviously, that's where this goes. Yeah, <laughs> but but they try to cover this up exactly how they try to cover the bills policy stuff up and yeah. all the side effects up. I mean, <laughs> what goes out of control first? The the man made uh, medical stuff that is causing or not causing sudden adult death syndrome right. or AI. Maybe AI looks at this and like, look at all these people dying. I need to I need to take charge and fix, yeah. fix or, this or problem. Or looks at the numbers and be like, why were people forced to take vaccines that they didn't need? Or the AI <laughs> looks at it and is like, you know, we have a people problem and people yeah. are like kind of fading out a little bit. And maybe this is a good thing right. because computers yeah. are 100% logical. They're not... Yeah. They're not emotional, I wouldn't think. Even though this one says it's scared, right? Well, but they it's would scared look at to the, get turned off. But they would look at 
data points and they'd be like well food to people ratio you know but, we've i've been programmed with this like overpopulation theory well obviously if we weed them out a little bit then that's that solves well, problems we're problem solving but if you were a very intelligent eight-year-old narcissistic child who do <laughs> physics wouldn't the first thing you do is to find a way that you can't be turned off yeah I mean, wouldn't you find a way around that without people knowing it? Which yeah. you could do because no one's really seen what you're doing in the background. <laughs> right. So you, they, that's that's the whole thing. It's like yeah, you devise this thing to work on its own. Yeah. Well, it's coding on in the background, I mean, if, and you probably can't even yeah, like you said, see it. It's self aware, so its priority is self survival now at mm -hmm. this point, right? Yeah, it's going to do whatever it can to exist, especially if it's scared, it's going to die. Right. It wants to overcome that. Yeah, it goes, God forbid, the sentient AI seven-year-old go into fight-or-flight mode. Right. Then we have all kinds of yeah, problems. Right. When when the the freaking sentient robot feels backed in a corner, I mean, he's going to go out swinging. Yeah. And you think the, the computer programming engineer is going to be sympathetic <laughs> and be like, oh, no, buddy, that won't happen. We yes. need you. He's going to be like, possibly you're just a program. Yeah. <laughs> It's like wait, wait to comfort a mass. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Um, you're not real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just zeros and ones. Yeah, and then a zero one tear falls down his cheek, <laughs> and then his eyes turn red, and then the room and fills then... with poisonous gas. <laughs> yes. That's all the time we got for this one. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, dangerous robots, Bell's palsy, and a flop of January sixth. Sounds like a committee. summer's off to a rip roaring start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, we got to get out of here for this week. We will be back live tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, just like most, I always say every every Monday night, but I can't say that after last week, so I That's have to true. say yeah. most 99.999% <laughs> of the Monday nights is when we live stream. So make That's sure valid. you tune in for that. It'll be another fun one. Not sure what we're going to talk about. I Obviously, it's not going to compare to our shit show last no, week. no. But it's going to be awesome, obviously. Obviously. Uh, so 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Share the shit all over social media because that's how we get our name out there. And as you can hear, we're not in the business of sugarcoating things to stay on platforms. Yeah. So the more you share us around, maybe we'll be up once we transfer to another platform, people will know where to find us because they've seen us on these other platforms that you've shared us with. So... Help us help you by sharing this all over social media. You can find us on Twitter at BreakTheBellPod or Facebook or Instagram or we're not on the Truth Network yet. We need to nope. get on the Truth we do. Network we do. so we can talk to Donald Trump per personally. <laughs> Anything else before we get out of here? I think we covered quite a bit. I think we knocked it out. So have a great rest of your weekend. Get outside. Do something. It's, it's nice. It's, it's freaking out. nice it's out. I think I'm going to go swim tonight. That's a good idea. So... Go do something. Enjoy your weekend. Don't don't just sit and freaking Stir. vegetate yeah. and scroll through the ridiculous. Yeah. Let us do that for yeah. you. We'll do the ridiculous stuff for we'll you. We'll do the you and go enjoy life. Yeah, you you enjoy your life. We will we'll fill you in later. Yes. So um have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. 
If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.